Hey y'all, this is rolling live from her bed because I'm meeting myself halfway. I'm tired. I could go to the desk, but then I just don't feel like the creative juices would be flowing the same. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Rowan's Perspective, where I have done this intro 46 times. Episode 46, y'all. Oh my gosh, I'm goaded. Like, ugh. oh my gosh, I wonder how much I've learned on my podcasting journey that I'm not even aware of. Like the things that I do now, they're a little different than I did, like, you know, versus the first episode. And how much more there is to learn because I've never really, you know, really sat down and put hours into branding, maybe collectively, but making this a business is a whole nother thing. So I'm excited to learn about that as, you know, I get older because I'm 21 right now and the whole entrepreneur business thing, it's just not really giving for me right now. Not right now. Right now, you know, people are saying like, um, if you're not making money from it, it's a hobby. Okay. I love my hobby. I love it. I love my hobby. I do. Anyway, welcome back to another, yet another episode of Rowan's Perspective. I'm so glad that you've decided to tune in today. If you are um, one of my new friends from Emory, hey, I feel like coming back is probably like the best thing I could have done for myself intellectually, spiritually, in all types of growth, but for my podcast do y'all know how many listeners i'm gonna find in these streets do you know how many listeners i'm gonna find in these emory streets oh my gosh and you know i know what you know a plethora of my black listeners are thinking you ain't finna find nobody at emory's a pwi blah 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 blah. that is actually what i would like to talk about in this episode this episode is titled illusions and I think I might make two parts of this because I've just decided to make an episode on illusions so I don't have everything together yet but I want to talk about um a couple things that I found out were different than what was in my head coming back so illusions that I'm working on breaking through there are a lot of illusions for me to get through to be honest and this is kind of an episode that's sort of like one of one that I've planned previously because I would love to be consistent um and sometimes when my energy is so focused elsewhere I just don't have the energy for creative things and I've been very tired is the only way I can really sum it sum it together I have been tired, y'all. Like, (laughs) I took my first nap of the semester yesterday. Like, I'm talking about the nap that's really asleep in the middle of the day. Yeah. I got back. It was like one of them three-hour naps, you know. And, you know, I'm glad that I didn't come back to my room after class because I definitely would have gone to sleep again. I'm so grateful for the people that I've met here, y'all. Like, Emory is a great place. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm not even gonna hold you the experience truly is what you make it don't let the barriers and the things that immediately look like um obstacles get you but we're gonna talk about all of that so um when it comes to illusions I also really want to like talk a little bit about boys for my people who are interested in boys so 
I don't know if you know, maybe you do know, but Roland is celibate. And I think that I'm going to make like a, not I think, I've already done it. I've decided that for my entire time here at Emory, I am going to be celibate. And, you know, that doesn't mean, that doesn't automatically mean no dating, right? But when it comes to me, I'm also doing no dating. So I'm being abstinent from sex and I think abstinent from dating for a good minute because I've noticed I still have a lot of like a competition mentality when it comes to other girls, which is really, I want to say sad, but I also don't want to judge myself too harshly and judge other people. It's something that I'm working on. Um, I can tell that when I meet a guy, I'm still in that place where it's easy to lose myself and not really like show up as myself and let the person make the decision of whether or not they want to be here. That's another reason why I'm like, okay, no thanks, no thanks. Um, what else? What else? Um, when you stop looking for things, that's when they come to you. So maybe that subconsciously is a reason why as well. Like, I'm just not, I just don't have the space and energy to a lot for, to a lot to finding a partner. And I bring this up, it's funny because I'm about to talk about illusions. Um, my QTM teacher today was like, how many of you look, are looking for a spouse? The room was dead silent. We were like, huh? And I raised my hand. I said, me. I would like a boyfriend. Like, I would like someone who is obligated to take care of me kind of kind of thing. Um, I'm not saying drop your life for me. I wouldn't want that. I just, I'm really tired of being in connections that can be summed up to situationships and also in connections where there isn't any accountability there isn't any accountability and you're not obligated to like I don't know you're not responsible for my feelings or in any way because we're not together or whatever the fuck I'm ready for the title I deserve the title and I'm gonna stop entertaining things that are less than the title because that's what I deserve that's what I want and like I was saying in my previous episodes um, ADHD situationships, um, you know, that situationship is not for you, sis. I talked about in that episode how, uh, what did I say? What did I say? I'm trying to talk a little quickly or like have my things together because I do not have the time to edit this episode. So I'm trying to record and upload. What did Roland talk about in that episode, people? Wow, you're going to get the behind the scenes of what happens when I don't edit. Like, I take I take a long time to think about things. Y'all thought this genius just came, like, instantaneously? Sometimes. Oh, I think I talked about, like, how... Oh, yeah, how often women think that, you know, they don't want... They're not looking for anything serious, but they are, and they convince themselves that they're not because you are quote-unquote too much in a society and culture that um, kind of doesn't make too much space for seriousness. 
it's all about being young having fun fucking whoever you want and cool that's cool if you're mature enough and that's actually what you want but I think a lot of the times we just settle for that because of a lack mindset that you know most people are looking for situationships and you want to be the chill cool girl with no boundaries kind of thing because of fear of rejection abandonment issue it could go in so many different ways (laughs) so yeah I just I realized that you know I said that I wanted one thing and I did at the time and it was fun but like things have changed I'm not into that anymore like the hookup culture kind of thing um the whole phase kind of thing I am out of um casual relationships casual connections I would like something that's quite intentional very spiritual very healing very deep very responsibility filled and not in a dreadful and draining way in an uplifting and beautiful way I deserve that and I'm willing to wait that's fine because in the meantime I have myself and I would rather be alone than be with someone or in a connection that is not a hundred percent what I want I'm not willing to settle for the type of relationship that I want no no thank you so I am not I am not with Metro anymore. I am with AT&T. And for reference, people who don't know um, context, that is a TikTok sound that is trending at the time. It is January. It's the end of January 2023. So I am not with Metro anymore. <laughs> I'm not with the situationships anymore. I'm with AT&T. <sighs> And so I've been exploring this sort of my relationship that I have to um, men as a woman. And I've just kind of been trying to navigate this whole new world because I feel like as soon as I turn 21, the idea of relationships and, you know, partnerships kind of started to flourish and blossom in my mind or blossom, not flourish but blossom in my mind and there's just so many layers in between the whole man woman conversations on the internet and I'm you know the internet is a special place one could say it's not real and you don't have to bring the things that are on it out into your real world but there are things that I would just like to you know, figure out in myself, and I made a, a, a video about it, it should actually come out, not this week, I think um, next week, it'll come out, it'll, it'll be about my current, gosh darn it, y'all, I gotta move, I gotta move, my computer finna die, I gotta move to the desk, I gotta move to the desk, I'm at the desk, hello, testing, one, two, one, one, two, three. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. As I was saying before I moved, I'm actually glad that I moved, whatever. Oh, I would really like to talk about 
a little later how someone asked me today about my spiritual component of my podcast and kind of put me on the spot in the best way to explain what my journey has been like. And now that I've had some time to think about it, I really have a better answer. But like I was saying, all the gunk between men and women, like things that we see online, the conversations that I witness online, like they're still in our minds and in our spirits somehow. And I want to just sift through all the gunk so that I can have a spiritually healthy relationship. I want to genuinely work on, you know, work towards seeing men as just people, not, you know, whether or not they are fulfilling the role that society has placed on them to do, like see them as who they are and not, you know, the proportion (laughs) of which they are, I don't know, performing, the the proportion of how much they're performing. I don't think that makes any sense, but you can tell I'm I'm taking quantitative mathematics, statistical inference, yes. (laughs) I want to read, I really just want to, I want to get educated as well, like, so I want to read, um, How Can I Get Through to You by... How Can I Get Through to You by Terrence Real. Closing the... What is it? Closing the intimacy gap between um, men and women, I think. Oh, he's the best-selling author of I Don't Want to Talk About It, Overcoming the Secret Legacy of Male Depression. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, I'm really interested in that. I think I want to read, like, there's this, like, spiritual marriage book that I just want to kind of get into. I want to finish reading The Body Keeps the Score and The Body is Not an Apology. I was in the Women's Center today on campus, and I love that place. Like, there are so many places on campus that are just so good. I kind of love it here. And I think everywhere has its pros and cons, but... I don't regret coming back to Emory. Like sometimes I'm just like, bro. But I I don't I don't think that I would escape those kinds of feelings at any other school. I've heard a lot of HBCUs financial aid office sucks. So I never run into that issue here. So I'm grateful for that. But what else is there? Oh yeah, it's a book called uh Feminist as Fuck. And it just gives you like a really good intro to feminism and what it means and how to embody it in your daily life. Like I want to, you know, I've done a good job at like uh, conflict resolution and being confrontational, working on my boundaries. I still have people pleasing tendencies, which I don't think I can completely get rid of because if I was to do that, then I would become unkind. And I think that kindness is just either... Like, you're really, really nice to the point where it impacts you versus you are not nice at all and you are, I don't know, you're just an unemotional rock and you don't care about anyone or anything. And I'm not, you know, those are extremes, so I'm going to be in the middle. And it's okay if I still have people pleasing tendencies, it's because I'm kind, but I will continue to work towards putting myself first always and making sure I don't make any decisions that um, harm me. 
So yeah, I made a video talking about all of that and how I feel really strongly about this. I don't know what it is. After September, like when I turned 21, I've just been really like occupied. Like my brain space has been occupied by, you know, the social connection and like lack of intimacy between men and women I think it's very interesting I think it's very interesting but alas next we are talking about other illusions so in the video I talk about you know a few illusions that I want to overcome so that's why I brought that up now all right. I feel like I'm not as expressive and passionate as I usually am, but that's okay because I'm still doing an amazing job. And that just goes to show that, like, I'm talented at this podcasting thing because you're still here and you're still listening. And now I'm doing ASMR in your ears. <laughs> okay. So I have a note. <laughs> I have a note here that says, oh, hold on. It's on my phone. Gosh darn it. I really, really do appreciate all the listeners of my podcast. Y'all really, like, take the time out of your day to listen to me. That's really special. That's really special to me, and I really appreciate that shit. Because you do not have to be here. That's why uh, the people that are here, like, you're here of your own accord. That's Choice is big. Choice is big. All right, so this is called Shit That Scared Me Coming Back. My first class, QTM, you're back in weird chairs again, there's no personal space, and the urge to say something like you normally would is choked. I'm still shaking. Oh, damn, yeah, I feel, I can still feel that. That happened, like, last week. <laughs> oh, that was, that was scary, yeah. Whitehall, if you go to Emory Whitehall, someone on TikTok said it's a brutalist it's a brutalist like jail architecture building it is really interesting how close we are in class like there's no personal space it's just so it's just so uncomfortable but um I don't know what's going on but uh people aren't coming to class anymore so there's lots of space and I sit in the front now and lots of people don't really like to sit in the front so that's interesting Okay, next. All anyone can do is think a thought, but we make those thoughts so powerful. Indeed, I'm going to leave that one where it's at. Ooh, okay, example. Like pooping in the bathroom at school. You're human. So what? We all poop. Like, it's okay. If only we weren't so isolated online and new. Okay, that's interesting. I wrote this when I went to the bathroom and there was another human there pooping. And I was like, I'm so glad that you're feeling comfortable enough to do this because we're human. It's okay. We don't, we don't have to hide that. We don't have to, we don't have to like be afraid of changing our pad. Girl, I cut that shit out in high school. I cut that shit out. I saw a post that was like, why are we afraid of like changing our pads? We're human. Like, and I was like, you're right. The fuck? So literally I carry my pad around like out in the open when I'm about to go to the bathroom. Like I get it from my book bag. I don't, I don't make it. I don't intentionally hide it. I keep it in my hand and I walk to the bathroom and sometimes people look at me and that's fine. It's a fucking pad. Get over yourself. Okay. 
but she did not wash her hands. Ew. So I was rooting for this girl while I was riding only for this girl to leave the bathroom, open the door without washing her hands. Pink people, man. <laughs> okay. Next, how are you in a group with people you don't even introduce yourself to? What the fuck? This is something that really pissed me off. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. Like, ugh. I know, you know, group work isn't, you know, always the funnest thing. But can we all just, like, change our mindset and accept the fact that we are in groups and we can make it something really good if we wanted to? If we all came together and was like... I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We got into groups on the first day of QTM. We were doing um, questions and we read it to ourselves. I, you know, I kind of like made a mini group with the three, the two people closest to me. And we all read the questions out loud because that fosters um, togetherness in a group. And I was like giving our answer to one of the guys and he was like, oh, we already did that. I was so annoyed. I was just like, bro, can you like communicate that? Cause we're a group. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think I probably already talked about this, but that really irritated me. Like we're in a group, like you're not even finna introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Roland. What's your name? Like, come on y'all. What the fuck? Are we not people? Damn. Then I put, what happened to I didn't finish it. But what happened to having fun? Do you remember when we were kids in elementary and middle school? Someone would say something funny and we would all laugh and like it would feel like, I don't know, colloquial. It would feel like a community in the classroom. And now it's just like, I get that we're all different people, but like we're all here together for a reason. So let's be together. Is this wishful thinking? No, because in my experience, we are together. I make my classes very great. I think by the end of the semester, I'm going to have made some very good connections. If only the people on this fucking campus will remember what my fucking face looks like because they think all black people look the fucking same. Anyway. Uh-uh. Ooh. I said, like, I'm having fun. What happened to having fun? This is why you niggas are stressed. Be okay with making mistakes. Laugh them off. Ah. I could feel myself being very afraid to make mistakes and it made me sad and upset on the inside because I knew that it's okay to make mistakes but when you're around people who don't think that like it's it's just it's just difficult to live your truth and and live with awareness where other people are not living with that same awareness it's like it's like loving and living in your truth with your values and things, but then meeting other people who, who differ very much so and will look at you crazy. But it's like, ugh, so many people have come up to me already telling me I'm carrying a class and they really appreciate that I'm asking questions because they were also confused. And it's just like, y'all, thank you. I love that. I'm so glad. But Ask, ask some goddamn questions too. Sometimes, like literally, I'll decide not to say anything in class because I'm tired of always being the one initiating things. It's exhausting, y'all. It's emotionally tiring to do that. Uh, anyway, next. One illusion, you're not the only one who took a break. When I came back, I thought that everybody was ahead of me and that, you know, like all my friends and I would be coming back 
to a school where all the people I barely even knew are on their way out and it's my second freshman year. I mean, basically it is, but a lot more people took breaks than I thought. And I'm not going to be the only one here for a little longer. And I'm also not the only one who took a break. And it's not something to be ashamed of. It's actually something to be very proud of because a lot of people would like to, but don't have the courage. So. (sighs) Next illusion. This might be a really short episode, actually. It is okay to make friends and talk to people who do not look like you. Y'all. Y'all. I get wanting to go to an HBCU for a community, but I promise you, after you graduate, you are not going to be in a world full of only black people, okay? I understand wanting community, but you can make community anywhere. Like, freshman year, I was hesitant to talk to people who were white, who were Asian, because I assumed automatically they didn't like me, we didn't have any the same interests. Y'all, we are human, like... There are already over a billion mechanical chemical processes that make us exactly the same. Okay. We already have a billion things in common, literally. Cells in our body, like students, age, fashion style. Music, if you get to know people, people are not what they seem. That's one thing I've been learning constantly here. And your assumptions are just that. They are not truth at all. Your assumptions are like one out of an infinite amount of possibilities. And you choose this one and decide to make it true. And keep yourself from forming amazing connections with other people because they don't look like you. It's limiting, and I understand, I get it, It's but it's limiting as hell. So I wonder, like, am I a coon? <laughs> Sometimes when I'm, like, when I have the option to go sit next to a black person or sit next to a white or non-black person, sometimes I'll choose to go sit next to the non-black, non-black person on purpose just so that I can get to know someone who looks different than me. Does that make me a coon? I be feeling bad. I be feeling like, like, why aren't you sitting with the black people? Or you think you're different? You think you're better than us? And no, that's not the case. I'm not thinking that. That's not my truth. My truth is I want to get to know other people and to break barriers. Like, they're break through the illusions. We are all people and we are all more alike than we think. I was really, I was sort of nervous, not too nervous, but I was sort of nervous about rooming with people who are not black. All of my sweet mates are not black. They're not white. We're all ethnic, which I really appreciate. The spice cabinet is popping, okay? But I was just kind of like, hmm, I wonder how this is going to go. Am I going to be able to connect with them? They're really cool people. They're really cool people, and I didn't stress too much about it because I have done, definitely come to a point where I where I notice and I know that everything that happens happens for me and is inspired, divinely inspired and guided. My footsteps are guided, each and every one, even when it looks like I made the right wrong one, even when I make the wrong one. It's guided. Like, it's it's so wrong that it's right type shit. It's so imperfect that it's perfect type shit. I managed to get a room with a or get a suite with a girl that I lived with freshman year. We lived in the same dorm on the same floor. Like 
girl, coincidences at this point do not exist for me. That was the first thing I ever, like, kind of, that was the first truth I ever started to lean into when I started the quote-unquote spiritual journey. I'll say the awareness journey. I have always been spiritual, but have I always been this aware? No, I have always been observant and smart, but awareness has grown. And one of the first things I ever learned was that coincidences do not exist. They're synchronizations. They are intentional happenings. And I always talk to, well, when I have the energy to and space, I'll talk to the person who sit next to me on the bus, even if they don't look like me, I'll be like, how was your day? And I had a nice conversation with this old man about radio and TV media production and like technology. I don't know. Like he was cool. He was retiring. He, he was telling me about his thesis. And I was like, dude, you are living you are living my dream. I have imagined so many times this week that I'm 40, 50, 60 and telling someone like I lived a good life. I lived a life. I wrote my thesis was on this. I did research on this. Things that seem so big to me now that are becoming a little smaller because I'm I'm growing in, you know, how I view myself and my capabilities so those things don't seem too big and like un Tan- intangible and untackleable words but I'm I'm in the midst of the things happening like I'm making the memories for me to look back on but this dude had made all the memories and I'm not saying like his life was over or nothing but he definitely wasn't 20 no more and he was telling me how he had a good time he was like I worked in this industry for like this many 20 30 years and I was like dang how can someone work in an industry for that long like and it's just year after year that adds up it's present moment after present moment that adds up also real quick I would just like to add I find it very annoying how people will assume that you are on drugs when you're just living off life like when you're just having a good time asking really like simple questions people will think that you're smoking or like high off something or drunk and it's like no I'm just a high vibing person I made a TikTok (laughs) I'm a little bitter I made a TikTok that was that was like marveling at how everything (laughs) how everything is too apart like I was like three minus one is two five minus three is two seven minus five is two nine minus seven is two eleven minus nine is two thirteen minus eleven is two like that kind of pattern it really fascinated me And I got so many comments saying, I want what you want. Who is your plug? And like, it was funny, but it wasn't because I'm not high. Why are you assuming I'm high? Like, I don't know. That's a little weird to me. That's a little weird. Some of them were funny, though. Like, I genuinely laughed out loud and then others weren't. And then this one person told me, they were like, girl, shut up with laughing emojis like I get you think that's cute and that's fun 
I don't think you know me well enough to speak to me that way. I don't think you know me enough to talk to me like that. I'm so sorry. I, you call me a buzzkill, whatever. I'm just saying that because when I've tried to, um, you know, speak up about things I didn't like, people called me like a buzzkill. They said I wasn't fun. I need to live a little. Someone literally told me that I needed to get some dick because I was too, like, stuck up and wound up. And I felt, oh, my God. I don't think it's that unrelated because I thought of it. Like, why would you tell me that? And he was a fucking, ooh, yuck, yucky person in high school. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, that's just kind of annoying because, like, why do y'all, like, why do you need to be on something to marvel at these little things about life? Anyway, yeah, I don't know how I got here, but talk to people, make this college experience yours, man, like make any experience yours. If you find yourself in a situation, ask yourself how you can make it work for you and don't let it drag you around. I came back to Emory with the purpose of making it my bitch. And it's been it's been beating me up a little bit, but like I said through all the tears, I'm beating it up back. This school can beat my ass. I'm going to beat its ass right back. I'm not going to let this school change my spirit in a negative way. I'm not going to let it regress my progress. I'm only going to grow. I'm only going to meet more amazing people and set boundaries with people who are less amazing. And live my best life because I deserve to. And I can do that here. I can do that anywhere because it, it's because of me, not because of the circumstances. It's because of me that life is amazing. It's because of me that things are so great. And I look outside and I feel so much love and warmth in my heart, even when it's <laughs> 30 degrees outside it's because of me and all the work that I've done and my and the guidance I get and the love that I have from spirit that allows me to sometimes cry because the moon is so freaking beautiful. Like, this is the best winter I've ever had. I'll say that over and over again. Like, this winter, it's, it has not been rainbows for sure. It has not been rainbows, but it's by far the best winter I've ever had. I'm present and I don't, I don't think I could ask for more. I wrote a poem today. Well, I read, I performed a poem today. I read it at Bread Coffee House. I'm going to read it again here. Um, it was my first time reading it and everyone really liked it. That made me really happy. I was like, yay. And then someone, I saw someone after, they're like, you did so good. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. It was inspired. Oh, I actually need to do that assignment. It was inspired by my, um, also, I'm just grateful for like how school has been going for me as a spiritual being. Like, I remember things when I'm supposed to remember them. Like, what I don't know will find its way to me so that I'm accurately prepared for something like I don't know like I just feel very 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 guided and I prayed for focus for weeks before coming back but 
I don't know. This is better than I imagined, to be honest. I I don't have to worry about anything. If I don't know something, I'm not supposed to know it. If I'm supposed to know it, I can bet you a thousand it'll come to me for sure. Like, like, I'm guided, baby. There's nothing to worry about. Mm, yummy. Anyway, let me get the poem slash journal entry thing. But a house is not a home when no one's there. No, no one's here. I've been listening to Summer today. I love her. I'm not finna sing closure to y'all. Too many. I'm not finna. I hate it. We can't undo what we keep on doing. We cannot try what we try so far. You can't break my broken heart. Every time I need closure, closure. Mess around and get closer to you. Oh, gotta get, get, get sober. Oh, I can't fit now. Why you gotta hang your love over my head like that? Why'd you do it, baby? I'm just trying to get closure, closure. Trying to get closure from you. You know I'm a mother. Oh. Okay, okay, I need to stop. I need to stop. Is it crazy that I genuinely believe people will enjoy hearing that from me? Like, that random thing? Just because it's me. Mm. Okay. It's called Elephants, January 25th. Elephants are my favorite, as you all know, because of their memory and loyalty and family and matri- matriarchal uh, living. <laughs> I will always remember. I will always remember January 25th as I build new memories, as my presence finally ceases to forget. I am here. I have arrived. All of me is coming back to the surface. I am remembering what a godsend that class is to allow me to continue my spiritual, emotional work while in school. It's an angel and I am taking up space. It opens me up a little bit more each, every time I go. I will always remember January 25th because the days don't bleed together anymore. Each one, one of its own, different and unique and beautiful in its own way, with different feelings to accompany each. Presence is new. Life is getting better. Memory is important. I love that class. That allows me to continue on being myself. That allows me to continue on like a fricative, like speech that builds me together, segments of me spilling on. I haven't forgotten my ritual, my prayer, my spirit, my mind, my caretaker. I should call my mom more. Today I was so tired. Today I was so compact. Today I was so aware and hungry. I'm getting hungry a lot today. That's different. I'm thankful for different. I'm thankful for solace. I'm thankful for sharing creativity. I'm thankful for movement. 
I'm thankful for moving slow. I'm thankful for shedding. I am thankful for letting go of perception, of outcome, of implication. I just spread and contract as I please. I love these moments where everything is going to be all right. I love connecting with myself with a capital S and not all the gunk in between, but that stuff's cool too. I love a deep breath that I feel too hot to take in. I love not being perfect. It's been, it is the most freeing thing ever. To be guided to trust and lean and learn my impulses. I haven't journaled like this in a while. I have so much to share. I love sitting with no intention to share. I love how my mind is being stretched here. A true intellectual. No control over assumptions, intentions, predicaments over other people. Words building up like a sea and crashing like genius. How I'm able to beautifully meld together being spirit and being human. I'm human too. I am human too. I am human and an elephant. (laughs) That's such a cute poem or prose, whatever. I really, really love it. I didn't think it was worthy of being read the first time before I read it. I was going to sing until I woke up with like, a really sore throat and I'm I'm glad I'm I'm sure for some there's some reason why I was pushed to read this instead of sing tonight and I'm glad I'm I hope whoever was supposed to get the poem got what they needed because I'm certain I did that for somebody maybe myself too nah I mean yeah I'm cool or whatever but I'm here to serve well, that's all I have for tonight. Wow. This is good. I'm really proud of myself. Shorter episode. That's really good. Um, next week, um, I think I will, you know, prime my mind to search for more illusions to break through and Stay tuned for that YouTube video about my current view on relationships and things like that and men and things. And I will also soon be talking about things that you don't realize until you move out or things that change when you move out alone. So, yeah. Thanks so much for listening, y'all. I'm going to take another deep breath so we can do one together. Let's take, let's take two more deep breaths together. Ready? Let's go. One. Hold. Out. Let's do three. Breathe in. Hold. Breathe out. Breathe in, hold, breathe out, breathe out. Thank you so much.
thank you so much for listening to Love's Perspective. I appreciate you wholeheartedly. And I'll hear you in the next one. Bye. <laughs>